the place of love and charity in our Christian journey cannot be overemphasized. Jesus said, by this shall men know that you are God's children. The mark of being God's people is not going to church and claiming which church you go to. If it's us Catholics, we say, ah, I'm a Catholic. I was born a Catholic. I will live a Catholic, and I will die a Catholic. And then we will be trying to prove how superior Catholic churches over other churches. But is that really important? Is it consequential? You can be a Catholic, but if you don't have the substance of faith, you are as bankrupt as the poorest entity in existence. And that's why Jesus is not in any way compromising the place of love. As a matter of fact, you can't have Christian life without the foundation of love. Love is the virtue. Charity is the love put into action. So the spoken love is charity. But love is the attitude you have inside that necessitates the action you put up with. Very important. Very important. And so God has called us to become dispensers of love. It doesn't come easy. You've got to force yourself to work in it. You cultivate good virtues. Bad virtues will have their way into your life. You know, gradually you see yourself developing very wrong and very bad attitudes and virtues. But when it comes to good attitudes, you must deliberately, consciously build them up. May even build up, and after some time, you see yourself, you know, deteriorating again. So you must sustain constant, you know, uh, motion of building your love for God and for your neighbor. And it starts with the deliberate attempt of refusing to allow your, your heart harbor all forms of negativity and all forms of bitterness. That's the fight of faith. Today, the church celebrates a young girl whom the love of God overwhelmed. And she gave herself up to serve the, God, serve the Lord, St. Teresa. On account of her love for God, she demonstrated this love by doing everything that we do as humans, but decided to do them consciously in a very positive way. And so she did all the things of life in an extraordinary manner. She's cooking. She's cooking with all her heart. She's washing plates. She's washing the plate as if God asked her to wash the plate. She relates with any human being. She does it as if God is there standing before her. I think a few days now, on two occasions, I think in our Bible class and some other teaching programs, we have emphasized the dimension that the Holy Spirit wants us to walk in as God's people. And what is that? To live a conscious Christian life. And not to live a passive Christian life. A passive Christian life is just, you, you just say, I'm a Christian, and you just live your life. Whatever comes, doesn't matter. But to live a conscious Christian life is that every day you consciously live that life, do the things that has to do with the Christian faith. That is how to live the Christian life. Because the enemy will oppose you. So she lived a conscious Christian life. 
everything she was doing, she did them extraordinarily. Not that the thing was extraordinary physically, but her intention and the actions she put up with in doing those things, she did them with a consciousness. And before you knew it, it became part of her life. She grew with it, and it affected everything. And with that, she was able to conquer selfishness. You know, sometimes when you meet, you know, religious bodies, people who are Christians at different quarters, who have tendency to allow selfishness, you know, always rule us, even as we are in the church here. Someone by chance may hurt you by maybe matching your feet and you just, you just react in a very arbitrary way. You get easily offended so much. I say, can't you watch? Come on. <clears throat> what is it? And you, you express yourself in a very notorious way. Or somebody offends you, or maybe something happens, and then you get angry, you know? We see that among us so much. Even among us priests, it happens. Among the sisters. Some even go to the point of fighting. I tell you, exchanging blows. And that's a very, very bad sign of lack of growth. It's a very bad sign that we don't have the Spirit of God dwelling yet fully in its entirety in our lives. And when that kind of thing occurs, the devil has a free day to have his course and do anything he wants to do. And so we must expunge such type of thing. If you begin to live a conscious Christian life, before such things happen, you already have a good disposition to respond to that thing. But when you are living a passive Christian life, you always respond from the resource of carnality, which is dangerous. So St. Teresa, by her life, is communicating to us that on account of our daily life, if we truly love God, we must make that extra effort to live a conscious life, a conscious Christian life. And refuse to allow the water outside to dilute or deplete the, the water inside. Very important. And because of this singular act of her life, the church saw that because of this little thing she has done, she has helped the church to grow. Among all the doctors of the church, she's the one who never wrote anything. What she wrote was with her life. She's called a doctor of the church. I love that. At the age of 18, she died. Can you imagine that? <clears throat> Can you imagine that? Very young. And she has reached the crescendo where the church calls her the doctor of the church. That's the teacher of the church. She never carried a microphone one day to come and preach. She never performed any miracle. So you see, we have enough grace to make a choice and live our life fully. Personally, myself, I challenge myself every day. I know how vulnerable I am, and I've studied myself through and through. I know my areas. I know where I have my issues. And I focus on those areas to make sure that that area is subdued by grace. And once those prominent areas are subdued by grace, other areas will submit themselves naturally. And you will have eternal peace in your heart. And God can use you to rewrite history. Very important. So may we open up ourselves to the grace that God is pouring out on us. And may we refuse to remain the same person 10 years ago, today, and forever. We shall not be competing with God. 
as it was in the beginning, is now and never shall be world without end. It's time that people, when they come to you, they see that a change has taken place. The way you interact with people, the way you respond to issues, don't remain the same. You remain saved. You will be bringing glory to God. And so God is eager to see us in that light. So each time he's showcasing his sons and daughters who have uh, traversed the course of this life, having lived a life through the life of the saints, he's telling us, oh, can you see? This person has done it. What can you do? And so we pray today that the Holy Spirit again will, you know, infuse in our hearts that consciousness to live a conscious Christian life every day. You are driving, you are conscious. You are into market, scientists, you are conscious. You are greeting your neighbor, you are conscious. Anywhere you are, remember that you are somebody. And God is trusting you to stand for him and represent him well. We'll make our prayer through Christ our Lord.